Welcome to the Self-Taught Designer Podcast. You discovered you have a passion for design. You love learning new things and exploring new ways to be more creative. So what you did, you dove head first. Don't know what you're doing, but you keep on going. You are passionate, dedicated, and one heck of a creative genius. But you doubt yourself. You question if you can do all these things. The truth is, yes, you can do it. I myself is a self-taught designer and I had the same question and doubts every day. But I know I got something to share and so do you. That is why I am on a mission to help you fellow savvy self-taught creatives that despite all the procrastination, self-doubt, we have something to offer to the world and our creativity is a gift worth exploring. So come and join me as I share my story, tips, mistakes, learnings so that you can learn from it all. So let's go and dive right in in today's episode. Hey Savvies! Alright, so I'm so excited for today's episode because this is actually actually a pre-recorded um, live video that we did with Ali Martin who's an expert in PR and visibility. So we talk about public relations, what are the difference, and this was done through, as I've mentioned, through a live video. So please do um, bear with us in case there is a bit of a difference when it comes to the audio and I hope you enjoy this week episode. I'll chat with you more. Hey, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. And you know, since I said it's Thursday, it's officially Savvy Thursday. And this is a special um, Thursday, you all, because I really have a special guest and I love bringing in fellow experts and other experts in this show um, because I know there's a lot of us who kind of want to learn more things that you can use in your business. So before we start bringing our guest, my name is Joanna. I'm the creator and founder of Savvy Shake Design and Savvy Template Shop and welcome to our Savvy Thursday. We are currently broadcasting in our Facebook page as well as our personal page and in YouTube right now. So if you are watching us live, please do make sure to say hi. If you have some questions, we'll be happy to uh, to answer that either during the interview or after the interview. All right. So one of the key things as a business owner, so if you're a business owner, please do let us know in the comment. If you're a business owner, we have all of these things that we focus in our business. We have the concept of sales. We have the concept of networking. We have the concept of, uh, you know, putting in your standard operating procedure, and then you have the concept of marketing. But there is one thing that we all need to dive in more and kind of understand more on how this aspect of your business needs to put in in order for you to create more visibility. And what is it that I'm talking about? It's actually called PR or public relations. So we have a special guest because we always want to bring in experts who have been there, who have, you know, have experienced how this all works and to really just understand what it is. What is the difference between marketing and PR? So our special guest for today is a a visibility expert and owner of Fame and Fortune. She works with female entrepreneurs to elevate their brand and gain 
credibility and as well cash, right? Through proactive public relation and strategic social media. As you can see, right, there's always a strategy in what we do. She's for, uh, she formerly worked in public relations in Amazon. Um, she's also in Altec, Kendra Scott, and the International Spa Association. And I'm just so happy to bring in my amazing friend. We're actually just, you know, what I love is that all my guests, experts are getting closer near me. She's actually based in Kentucky as well. She have a podcast called um, Selfish, a dedicated self-care and following your dreams. And she is our amazing guest, Ali. Hello. Elena, this is such, such an honor to be here because you are one of my most favorite people in the entire world. And I do think it is very ironic that we've never met in person, but I'm just so excited that we're able to, to be virtually together so often. It's, it's so fun. Yes, and I think that's just the amazing thing how the tools are, you know, getting us connected. I know we have a lot of, you know, upcoming collaborations still. So I'm just so excited. So I know I've introduced you and I know a, a, a lot of our savvies are tuning in or maybe a replay or live. We're so excited. But please tell us a little bit more besides what I've shared in our intro about you. Yeah, so I am based in Shelbyville, Kentucky. I live with my husband, Brandon. We have two cats and a dog, and you will see them quite frequently on my social media because they are kind of my world. But um, I love working with female entrepreneurs to increase their visibility online for their business, for their credibility themselves. And one way to do that is public relations. So I'm really excited that we're gonna be able to dive into that today. Yes, yes, because sometimes you know how um, we always understand the concept of marketing. We also, oh, marketing, what is my marketing or what is my social, my social like um, strategy and all of this. And here comes in PR. And the first thing so funny, Ali, is that PR is a press release. <laughs> like the first thing. I've gotten release. that before. Yep. <laughs> so now tell us a little bit more about what is public relations. So uh, really, when you break down public relations, you can keep it as basic as the, the idea of how you relate to the public. So a lot of big corporations utilize that kind of literal trans translation when they're thinking about, like, how does the public perceive them? And um, I think for most business owners, though, we can really think about it as what is the information we're putting out there into the public? Um, and then also keeping your ear open to be able to respond to any feedback that you're getting from the public. Um, and that really is that relationship side. We're not just putting out a bunch of content and not listening. Um, we're being able to have that conversation with the uh, public. So that public can sometimes look like your community that you're in physically, or it can look like an industry that you're in. You know, a lot of times with uh, those entrepreneurs that are online, like Joanna and I, we can work with people all across the world. And um, so really it's thinking about the, the industry and the message that we're putting out there to, to that community, not just a physical community that we are based in. I love how you, uh, I love actually how you said that PR is more of the relationship, right? Your audience, the public, and really doing that because I remember when I was in the pandemic, you know, like any company we're in, I was under sales, right? You have the marketing. And then when there's a new product or a new item, service, or anything, then you need to do the necessary public relation to get the audience more engaged. 
in what you have or what you do. Um, I, I kind of just like, because sometimes like personally, like what is really like the difference, right? So I really love how you said the relationship between your organization, your public, and really getting that more, um, you know, connection and the community base as well. Now, now that we have that wine, what is somehow like the difference between uh, marketing and PR in particularly? Yeah, I get that qu question a lot, actually. Um, and the best way that I can describe it as marketing is this overall umbrella of your company and PR is just one piece of that. So PR lives under that marketing umbrella. Um, so you mentioned that I formerly worked at Alltech and so I, I worked in the PR department and that was a department within the marketing department. And really the reason why it's a crucial piece is because it really does integrate in with all of the other departments that are there. Um, you know, you really want to make sure that your messaging that you're conveying to the public through PR is then found on the website. It is then found on social media. Uh, it is this cohesive message that really originates from the PR department. Um, and, and quite frankly, whenever I started in PR about 15 years ago, social media was just beginning to be a, a thing. Actually, I, I still have a very vivid memory. My very first day working in PR ever, like this was my first big girl job. And on the first day, my boss looked at me and said, hey, actually, I meant to ask you this in your interview. Do you have any experience with social media? And I said, what is social media? And he was like, well, like Facebook, Twitter. Um, and those were the only two out there, of course, at the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have Facebook. I have Twitter. And he's like, OK, great. You're going to be in charge of our Facebook and Twitter. And mind you, this was a multi-million dollar company. But of course, no one knew how to use social media in uh, for strategic reasons for their business. They knew that they needed to have one, uh, but they didn't really know how to utilize it. So it was really interesting. I, I had never even heard it called social media on my very first day. And just the fact that I had an account and had it for a couple of years at that point, just because Facebook came out when I was in college, that by default, that fell under the PR wing. Of course, in most organizations now, that is a separate department. But of course, it still needs to be integrated in to the messaging that the PR department or the PR individual, in this case, um, determines. Yeah. And I, you know, how, how social media and everything. And sometimes I even see like, you know, if something is happening, like let the PR make sure the messaging is aligned with your brand or everything of the content. I know that it's marketing when you put it out there, right? But everything that has to do, make sure it's all aligned within that. And I love how you really uh, specified like, you know, marketing is the main thing. And then you have it under that. It's not really like an stand alone oh you have the pr and then you have a marketing it is under that umbrella thank you so much for kind of you know explaining that further um as well right because there's really a lot and now um as it um like one of the key things right there i think are there a lot of different types of pr wherein people you know like what what are the types of pr like okay i see it that it's a relationship base it's how i build it how i message my content out there in order for me to connect with my audience is there a different types of pr that one as a business owner needs to be mindful of that's a great question because um when you think about it you really have to think about your audience that you're trying to to connect with and I actually teach a course at Midway University now on public relations. And um, I have had the opportunity to bring in guest speakers. And they're all from different industries. 
and they've gotten the chance to talk with me and my students about uh, how they do their job of PR um, in an everyday basis. And it's really fascinating to hear when I had somebody today speaking on uh, education PR. So they serve as a PR coordinator for the school system. And they talked about how they were a one-woman show and all the different things that fell under PR. Website fell under PR, uh, communicating with the media, social media, all of these different areas, photography, videography, that all fell under the PR department. Now, when you switch things up and you think about it more on the online space and you think about uh, online educators and coaching, um, that isn't, you're not going to necessarily have events that you have to plan uh, in person. You are, aren't going to necessarily be communicating with local PR. So um, it really does shift in, in the form of the, the different PR out there based off of who your audience is. So when you think about that online space, the coaches, um, online courses, um, we really value being on podcasts because that allows us the opportunity to talk to lots of different people across, a, across the United States, across the globe. Uh, we aren't focused specifically in one geographic region. So we care more about getting on podcasts, getting in those big industry publications like Forbes or Fortune magazine. Um, those are the, you know, those are the things we care about. Whereas somebody that maybe is working for a local brick and mortar business, they aren't going to necessarily care so much about those. They're going to care about getting in their local uh, newspapers on their local TV stations. So yeah, you do have to shift a little bit of the tactics that you're using within PR. The tactics are still the same. You're still pitching the media. You're still engaging with them, giving them the messaging, but it, it does vary based off of who your audience is. Wow. I love that one. I've never even realized that that is like social media, website, that this are equipment to build your PR, your public relations, right? The vehicle and wherein you can show up and connect with your audience. Now, if you are, um, if you are like an online, right? Like me, I love doing the podcast. I love doing live video because it reached your audience. My audience is worldwide. It can be watched on replay and everything. Should one should a business owner who's building their online present also consider local PR, like their locality? I know it says like it depends where your audiences are, right? Is it something that when you are doing a strategic base of, okay, let me work on my marketing, let me work on my PR, is it beneficial to also consider some factors that you can also grow, like local TV magazine and everything of some sort? What do you think about that? Yes, Joanna. It, 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 I refer to it as low-hanging fruit. It is that fruit that you can easily grab and garner that media attention. So when you think about your local TV station, if you have a, there's a big holiday coming up, if there is um, an, an event that's happening, if there's even something that's happening that's tragic in your business, or sorry, not in your business, but in your community that the news would be covering about that you are an expert on and you would be able to address or be able to give commentary on. That's absolutely something you can reach out to your local media or news organizations and be able to, you know, offer yourself up as being able to do interviews. When I first started my business almost three years ago, I reached out to my local paper. They did a front page story about how I was born and raised in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And um, now here I am starting a business to help give back to those small business owners by doing their marketing. 
So, um, it, you know, that was really interesting. And I got a ton of clients, a ton of local clients. Um, can I work with somebody across the United States? Sure, but that doesn't hurt that I, you know, got some local clients from that as well. But, you know, uh, when people are just starting out with media, you aren't going to be getting on the Today Show as your first interview um, of your life. So a lot of times, uh, and I think some people do think that um, they're like, oh yeah, let's let's get on Good Morning America, and I would love that for you. But we do have to start somewhere. So if somebody has never done a media opportunity before, I say let's start with local. Get on your local media outlets. Then we can stair step it up to industry media, and then from industry media, you can go up to the national. Awesome! Wow, that is so. Yeah, because me, I also really do value on li like local connection, local networking, and just having that considered as part of our strategic plan to include local PR, I think is very beneficial because at the end of the day, you want to grow online, but also on your own locality, right? Now, Ali, we do have a question in YouTube right now. I um, don't know if we can answer this one, but we have a question stating what interactive public relations specialist is and what are like segments of interactive PR? Yeah, so it's it's interesting, and I think really um, that example I gave earlier that um, you know the PR specialist for an education system, um, she was really kind of um, sharing all the different roles that she played. So when this PR specialist had this role 20 years ago, they were only writing press releases and sending them to the media, or calling the media up and saying, "Hey, we've got this really cool story. Do you want to come cover it?" That was really the extent of a PR director. 10, 15 years ago. Even since then, it is really, they have, under their umbrella, have taken on social media, have taken on website. And one thing that I will mention is even the internal communication with stakeholders. So for in, in this situation, a, you know, education system, they are wanting to talk with the parents, they're wanting to talk with the students, they're wanting to talk with the teachers, and managing that communication. So if you can kind of take that into a business perspective, um, if you're working for a, you know, a, a large company that has many employees, you know, serving as that internal communication specialist too. So not just communicating with the public or your outside community, but being able to manage that message and what is being shared uh, with your internal community as well, your your employees, your board of directors, your stakeholders. Um, yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of pieces that have to come into play and they sometimes fall under the PR um, representative's role because um, it, it all interconnects and it, it all has to make sense together. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And Mohammed, I hope you, we've a, um, answered your question. And please, um, thank you so much for really asking that one. It kind of made me, when you asked that, I was like, yeah, what is what is that? Is there such you know thing in everything? And I love, I love that question. And thank you so much for um, asking that. Now, um, when it comes to like, like going back as well, right, with the local and everything. That's why I also value really like networking locally because it really does help. It positions you in a way as an expert, even though you're present online. Because right now, right, people also still see um, like, okay, where you are at and what, what other things you're active at. Now, let um, so we've talked about mostly like websites, social media as a platform to convey your message, connect with your audience. Um, one of the things I would like to ask you, I know I remember 
when you have the VIP um, session with everyone, your guests, there was a point like, you know, how reaching out and doing PR and everything. And one of the key things that you would focus on was actually like more of the free PR on how you can actually make use of this. And there is actually a difference between, you know, the paid PR and um, the free PR. And I remember really like what you said before, like the traditional type of PR. We had a new launch or we are actually renaming our brand before in a printing industry. We contacted, sent letter to all the news media outlet. Hey, can you publish us? This is our press release. We have a conference, like we have like a, a dinner cocktail for all our stakeholders and guests. We're invited and everything. So those are like the bigger traditional event, right? Of course, the the out the the communication to the media was a free because we just asked them, hey, and this is actually tangible information that they can put out and they can do like you know it's an article for them. But then of course we end up paying for everything that goes on during that event or some sort. Now, as a business owner online, how can I get all of those free PR? And then when when should I invest on paid PR? Yep. Um, the best way that I break this up is that free PR you can consider earned. So a lot of times you'll you'll hear me online talking about earned PR versus paid PR. So really that earned PR, that free PR, is something you earn because you're able to create a message, you're able to create that pitch to the media that they think is really interesting. They think their audience is going to find interesting, so they cover it. And again, there's no money exchanged. And I want everyone to be aware that when journalism really was created, there were journalistic ethics. And major journalistic ethics were that money would not be exchanged. Uh, because really, people foresaw that to being an issue. Of, well, if somebody that just has a lot of money is, is paying, then they're going to be able to control all of that. So really credible organizations will never ask you to pay. They will only have that earned opportunity for you to be able to share your story. If they don't think your story is interesting, they don't think their their audience is going to um, appreciate it or find it fascinating, they'll say no. Then you got to go back to the drawing board or you got to go to other media outlets. Yes. However, there are media outlets that have been created and have gotten quite a bit of a following that do require payment. So I always um, really encourage my, my clients and, and even uh, potential clients to think about the, the earned opportunities, the, the free opportunities that are out there, take advantage of those. And really, you can get a message that is really tailored to where you never have to tap into those earned opportunities. But those those earned uh, sorry those paid opportunities. But those paid opportunities, um, there's definitely some value out there in you know um, getting your an ad in a magazine. But then I would also encourage you to say to that magazine, all right, I've paid you now for a half page ad. I would love a half page interview to be a part of this magazine as well. So there's ways that you can really use these paid opportunities to your benefit. You can um, really leverage them so that um, while you may be paying some for some exposure, you can get some more exposure out of it that you're not paying any more for. So um, that's going to be the best way that I can uh, break that down for you. One resource that I would suggest you take a look at, there's a website called HARO. It's Help a Reporter Out. So it's H-A-R-O. That would be one where you could sign up and they send out an email three times a day with 
all of the earned opportunities out there that um, are available. So none of them would require you to pay for them and um, you just respond to the journalist with what they need and you might find yourself in a Forbes magazine. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah, I remember actually signing up, but I did end up getting a lot of notification because I think the first thing you do is that which category you fall in and then they'll get you some like, you know, topics and then they'll go through that. But I got overwhelmed. So I don't think I'm going to be able to, you know, write something. It can be very overwhelming. And, th and that's why a lot of clients come to us because pitching the media can take a whole lot of time. I mean, I've, I've actually taught classes before where I teach business owners on how to pitch themselves to the media. And I've had some of those business owners come back to me about a year later and say, you taught a great class. I actually tried to do it on my own, but it was super overwhelming. I didn't know where to start. I didn't, like, if I wasn't getting a response, I didn't know what to do. So, um, yeah, I think you're right, Joanna. Like, I, I definitely know that there's some good resources out there, but you have to be, you know, available and willing to be able to dive into it because if not, it can get super overwhelming really quick. Yeah, and it, it it really can. And I love actually when you had your um your session right now. That's why guys, if you're not following Allie, please do follow her. She's just amazing with content with her expertise as well. Because I learned here that when you are aiming for free PR, it really takes a lot of like trial error. It's not gonna be the first try, it's not gonna be the first email to producer, it's not gonna be because you know they have I've learned it from you that you know they have segments or they have topics, for example, for the winter season or for the spring season, right? They have all of this series and then you're coming in, they need them to identify whether you'll fit to their audience, to their topic, to what's going on right now. So it's really I think you've mentioned it like six times or five times, you know, how many times oh not right now. Oh not not now. You know not right now. And it takes a lot of work. And I think that's why like you are there helping with this because there is more to just being just like hey i've been featured in i've been like seen in and everything and one thing i also because i saw this one um we've, we've discussed paid and free and everything and i like how you mentioned that you know the the bigger um entity doesn't really let you pay it's really more on like your integrity and all of the content that you put out there but how you know we've seen this one right seen in seen in x y and z and i did it myself you know i paid a few dollars because it was like an opportunity for me it was a topic i want to share so there is still really involvement and there's still the concept of like hey i'm willing to pay for this to put my name out there it's just like okay i'm willing to put in it and pay facebook for it right it's like the concept of pr but it's just like paid now um, I did get a lot of the negative like comment within that trade because I was really observing because you know like how are the audience cat like um what do you call this one resonating when people say like hey seen in fe feature X Y and Z and everything and oh it just paid or oh they've paid for that one and for me as a business owner it's part of my strategy right it's part of my strategic strategy okay to get PR to put myself out there number one it helps me with my SEO it helps me with my visibility it helps me on all of that but if someone is going into the concept okay you are willing to pay for your PR what are the things that you want to give as an advice like sometimes it's positioning some you know like how can you make sure that you're transparent enough but also enough to help your business that hey You've really been featured, even though it's a paid concept of what you did with your PR. I hope I make sense with that question. Yeah, no, I, I think you you actually hit the key word when you said that transparency. 
You know, and I think that's really where it comes down to whenever you are doing a paid opportunity. Um, and a lot of publications will actually write um, paid ad on a, you know, for a, for example, a magazine. If you purchase a page in a magazine, and you write an article and you make it look just like the magazine would. This is like a strategic thing that a lot of people are doing now. And so then when people are flipping through, it doesn't look so much like an ad anymore. It just looks like it's an article in the magazine. Well, magazines were rising up to that and saying, well, we don't really want that to look like that because then it's not under our umbrella. It's not coming from one of our reporters who is going to be fair and going to get the other side of the story. And so they started putting paid ad at the top. And so I think really the, the goal behind that is really that transparency. But you touched on, you know, everybody wants that banner on their website where it says as seen on. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's where really our credibility goes through the roof because we can say, we can say all day long we're an expert, but as soon as we're able to say, and all of these publications, these media outlets that you all love and know and trust are also saying that I'm an expert. So really, everybody does really desire those uh, opportunities. But I would say to just be cautious with your paid opportunities, um, just because it can be conveyed from the the outlet or the media uh, organization that it was paid. And so you would never want to come out and say, oh, they featured me and just because I'm an expert. And then they come out later and say, yeah, and they paid for it. So, um, you know, just just be careful and, and make sure that you're you're being transparent with with how you've um, conducted that and you'll be fine. Yes. Yes. So that's really is the key. You know, just be transparent. Yeah, you've been featured in. You don't have to like, hey, this is an article that I've shared or, you know, anything that you can so that you can just really position. And it really does help, you know. Once actually, that's when like a lot of this like agencies right now, you know, like seen or something like that, like seen in Forbes, NBC, all of this concept, right? So there is really a factor in of you know paid, and I always actually end up reading the article that was featured in just to see as well, like hey, what was this all about? You know, what is it? All of the things. So just to be mindful for it. I also like. For me, like PR, one thing is paid advertising. I do love paid advertising because it just position. It's more of the services, but on the articles as well. It's something that I kind of, you know, kind of work around um, too. So there's there's really like pros and cons of paid and free. But of course, the free is more um, a lot of work because you need to, you know, really work, um, really work more hard to be featured as well in all of those outlets or in this, um, you know, as well. So um, now with P so with all of that, if you have like one main tip to really say, like if somebody was like on the fence of like doing all of this, like connecting to local, you know, resources to build more of their PR and everything, um, especially on this, like magazine, TV, radio, you know, like the traditional. I, but this is a funny thing, Ali, what do you think? Right. Because me, I really build things online, Facebook, all of this. But I really, really like I mentioned, I really value the opportunity to be featured on TV you know, on a radio, on a newspaper, on a magazine, right? Um, what are the things that your advice to those who would like to dive into this one or someone to really consider this as well? So I have an opportunity that every single lady that's watching right now, either live or on the replay, can take advantage of. So listen up. You're doing multiple things right now. You will want to stop and so you can take note of this. 
International Women's Day is in March. Every single news outlet in America, maybe even in the world, will be covering it. If you can go to them and say, I am a female business owner locally, I would love to come on your program and talk about uh, the successes or the hardships that I've endured as a business owner. They will be highlighting female business owners on International Women's Day. Oh, so that, wow. that is your pitch right now. And, and honestly, what is today, the 17th? Okay, this is perfect, you all, because TV outlets work about three, three weeks in advance. So we are right on the cusp. I, I'm actually going to do this myself when I get off for, for myself. But um, this is this is exactly what you want to think about. Um, they aren't going to care that you have a new program coming out next week. They aren't going to care that you created a new product online. However, they are going to care about how you can connect in as a community member and how you can tell that story to the rest of the community. So this is a perfect opportunity. If if there is another national holiday, even silly things like National uh, Chocolate Day. And if you own a business that creates chocolate bars, you need to be reaching out to your local community. Even though you can share that across the United States, you can you ship globally, it's still something where your local community is going to want to highlight you because you're a success story for their area. So um, I, I hope that is something that everybody will do. Yes, Joanna says, mind blown. Um, but like this is exactly the kind of kind of news stories you need to be thinking about. Thinking about the things that they're going to be covering on their show and how you can add a voice to that message. Oh my gosh! Now you're kind of like, okay, who's my local TV right now? You know. Right. <laughs> You need some Asian, you know, Asian women business entrepreneurs out there. I'm, I'm in. Wow, Allie, that is just amazing. And you see how opportunities like this to allow yourself to be, you know, to be seen and heard, just like what you said, that is aligned with what they currently have, what they have are really just amazing. Because at the end of the day, just like you said, it's that you'll be able to be showcased, but that connection that you can build the relationship that you can build publicly through this platform is the one goal that you need to have in your business as a PR, whether you are an online business, right? Think beyond, you know, outside the box, not just on social media, go through it. Right. This is just amazing, Ali. I just love it. I really learn every time I listen to you and just, you know, <laughs> collaborate. It's just like, oh, Okay, this is another concept that I need to talk in. So, um, well, and, and Joanna, to follow up on that, I just want to make a point that um, whenever you do get covered in the media, it doesn't just stop there. So I think a lot of people make that mistake of they pitch the media, the media says yes, they get on the, maybe it's a TV show, you will get a link to your story, and then you go, okay, cool, that was great. I can cross that off my list. It needs to go on your social media, not just once, multiple times. It needs to go on your website as you're as seen on or just a list that you're utilizing. You could even capture video from that interview and intersplice it into an intro to your YouTube videos. Like you can utilize this, this, um, this PR that you've earned or purchased in so many different ways. And so I just wanted to make that, that point um, just so that people don't feel like it's just one of those things you can check off your list. It can actually be a tool that you can utilize in, in your marketing in general in so many different ways. 
that is a good tip for sure really repurposing it taking advantage of that exposure that you've already started and not just you know uh, resting on your laurels that what they say like okay i've been featured i'm done so right find ways and continue building your pr now that you have that one and making sure also like the back end like if you have a business try to maybe you know work polish some stuff make your own you know how can they reach you or how they can work with you if ever that's something that will end up like like what you've said right if they're a chocolate business they've been highlighted on the chocolate month or day make sure that you have all the chocolates that you can sell right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah to have that intentional not just that one you know one thinking that is just so amazing and i'm really just so glad that we've talked with this because this has really been something that you know marketing sales and everything and pr is really just um an amazing tool to bring yourself out there and i love how you've really broke it down that pr is part of marketing there's social media is pr you know websites are pr that is just so um, amazing and also your tip for all the women out there make sure to try to see how you can actually reach out to your local um you know local um tv station or anywhere else or media i mean that you can reach out so um ali is there anything that you would like to share or invite as well our guests regarding your um your business or anything that you have right now or maybe they, someone in our savvy community like to hire you their PR expert. Yes, I would love for you all to follow along on social media. I'm at the Ali Martin, and um, I would love to connect with you. Just even if you want to share with me what you learned today, um, you can see there my website, IWantFameFortune.com. Um, and so, you know, just hearing from you of like what was an aha moment or what was something that um, you were going to implement today, I would love to hear that feedback and, and definitely helping anybody that um, is interested. And I do have a program called socialwithally.com that allows you to kind of utilize these tactics we've talked about today um, and getting that out through your social media. So um, you can definitely check out both of those resources or connect with me online yay thank you so much for this and for your amazing tip for sure and for those of you who are not following ali ali is so um active as well in instagram um if you would like to follow her check her out there and i know there's a lot of things that you can and i know your program already started um this month are you gonna be opening that one is that a series we will do that again and so getting on my email list in some form or fashion will allow you to stay in touch on the next time that program runs again. But yes, Joanna, you will see her um, pop up as an expert from time to time in, in my programs too. So some familiar faces there. So I, I'd love to, to invite anybody else to, to be a part of that. Well, thank you so much. And it's such an honor to be able to kind of help, you know, help your audience in any way that I can. And Thank you for gracing me with your time. We are surely going to plan on spring to meet and finally have our coffee. And I know we have a collaboration on March 3, if I'm correct, for the Midway. Yes, we do. <laughs> I told my husband, like, wow, you're such a big, you know, you're ready. Yes. No, you, you get to be a part of this. I love it. In many places. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. All the places.
Yes. Well, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon and make sure to follow Ali if ever you have any question about PR and all the things that she does to help you with your visibility. All right. Thank you so much, Ali. Thank you, Joanna. Thank, thank you, you so much for tuning in. Till next time, make sure to subscribe and our podcast as you learn more tips and tricks that can really help you as a self-taught designer. So make sure to stay tuned on our next episode.